DNVR Broncos podcast coming to you live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for Field Day. Let's go! <laughs> Biggest day of the year. Yes! Field Day! The Broncos are winning today. Let's go. Some, <laughs> some Broncos are going to take home the crowns today. Mm, someone's guaranteed to win as a member of the Broncos. You love it. You yep. just love to yep. see Field Day. Yep. Um, this is the type of stuff that creates championships, in my opinion. Mm, um, this is a winning day, too. Oh, huge winning mm. day, yeah. Um, y- you know, this is the type, you know, team bonding, um, giving the guys a break, building trust between the players mm. and coaches. That's the good stuff. None of that practice garbage. No, no, no. Come on. School's out for summer, Let's Ryan. What go. do you do on the last day of school? You watch movies. Oh, so you true. don't. You're not studying algebra. My last day of school ever was a field trip to Elitches. Oh, that's pretty damn good. Well, high I guess school. The last day of high school. Yeah, yeah, high school. That's pretty good. That's that, pretty and, much and, the last. And day I really how much do? Well, maybe this isn't a good question for you then. I was gonna say, how much did that hurt you going into your next year of school? It turns out that schooling didn't really affect anything. Mm, so what you're saying is Hackett should just cancel all meetings the rest of life. When I see um, like Facebook posts from just when I was in high school, maybe even early college, I still didn't understand like grammar, capitalization, oh, yeah. um, the use of punctuation, yep. periods, all that stuff. So like, okay, I didn't learn that in high school, clearly. No. Um, and so like that was just a waste. Um, I'm, I'm still learning those things, Ryan. I don't think I put any of my schooling to use. No, I did not have a podcast class in Mm-mm, school. No. I certainly did not. Didn't have a radio class. Nothing like that. I did have a radio production class. So in Kale's seat, yep. in Super Producer Kale's seat. And I did. I used to go in there and splice up the pods. You're chopping it up? Wow. Put that to work for You a miss it? While. You and Kale want to switch today? No. I'm oh, okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, Anyways, um, where were we going with that? Oh, yeah, it didn't matter. And by the way, I think I've used this this analogy on previous field days, but remember when you left school for the summer and then you came back in your first day in class, you were like, I have no idea how to do anything. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen to yeah. these guys. Yep. They're going to have to come back, relearn some of the scheme, all that stuff. Hopefully, unlike me, on their summer break, they actually like continue to keep the uh, – the knife sharp. <laughs> and it sounds like what players do, they get away for two to three to four weeks right now. And when I mean get away, I mean literally take a away. jet somewhere over an ocean, get the hell away. And they should probably still be working out to an extent a little bit more of like a, you know, a, a job, not necessarily a lifestyle. They can take a little bit of their foot off the gas and then Two to three weeks before training camp starts, that's when they get back. That's when they should really be getting on the grind again so that they're able to hit the ground running. And we found out from Russell Wilson, Ryan, field days today, passing camp starts about two weeks before training camp down in San Diego where Russ will have all his guys. Interesting because a player told me yesterday that they will be coming back to Denver about two weeks before now they're not a receiver so it doesn't matter but their reasoning was they wanted to get acclimated Uh, they wanted to be fully dialed into um, the altitude by the time training camp comes around because 
as you know, there's no like easing into training camp from a conditioning standpoint. You're out there, you're running, you're you're moving around day yeah. one. So yeah. that makes sense to me. Um, so hopefully Russ doesn't screw up the acclimation period. For receivers. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think the receivers. Well, it will be hot down there, won't it? Some humidity. Um, Mid July. Yes. Well, in San, San Diego, Diego, I feel like San Diego is always like perfect temperature, perfect <laughs> humidity. I feel like if it's ever going to be bad, it would be yeah. mid July to August. Let's see. I, the one time I went to San Diego, I think would have, it was definitely in the summer. Okay. Um, I would guess mid July mm. and it was not hot or humid at all. Well, I mean, you're right. The average high in July in San Diego is 76. Yep. That is incredible with guess how many days of rain? Two. Zero. Yeah. None. You're guaranteed not to get rain when you go. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's like a, a, it's 76 every day of the year. I mean, I mean, June 72, August 77, so right there in the low is 66, and that's why Russell Wilson has. Have you been? You've been to an all-inclusive resort yes. or a place in Mexico where there's like no doors anywhere except like the door on your room. Like when you walk into the facility, it's just all open air. Everything's open air. That's what Russ's facility mm. is like down in San Diego. His weight room is just completely open, little cover. No he has way. a basketball courts that are completely open. And I guess you, that you, you don't need covers when you live there. It's like uh, just being at room temperature yep. 24-7. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a life. <laughs> uh, one of the very few places I've been to that I was like, I could actually see myself living here. So what? what is it? S-N-D-G? There's no teams. Uh, that's very true. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's depressing for them. Yeah. I guess that's one bad thing about San Diego. San Diego huh? State. Um, the Padres. They don't really count. Wow. I totally forgot about them. Yeah, exactly. And that's it? Yeah. One professional team. And back in the day, they, they had, had two. They never had. Oh, I think. Didn't they the have Clippers a basketball team? Yeah. Used to be in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never a hockey team. And that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay has one. <laughs> That's <so>. true. <laughs> um, anyways, um, let me just ask you, like, straight up, yeah. bar none. Yeah. Can you think of one negative thing about Field Day? I cannot. Okay. I, I can't. And, and uh, on kind of, kind of. A serious note, but they're, they're legitimately, Ryan, there's haters out there and not just fooling around. Some people, uh, there's a very big personality in Denver that thinks it's a really bad idea. And then there's a lot of people. I wouldn't go potentially, very big. Yes, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> there's some people in our comment section, some people when I put this out on Twitter that truly didn't like this. And uh, I don't understand it one bit, Ryan. This is a day of team bonding. This is a way for Nathaniel Hackett to give his players something. And it's not just these two days that they've practiced for to get a third day off. They've been on the grind since April. And remember, the Broncos were able to start a week uh, earlier than every other team because they had a new coach. So they've been grinding longer than every other team in the NFL this year. This is totally, totally fine. And for those people freaking out, Ryan, at this point in football, the meetings are probably just as important as the practice. They still had meetings this morning. This, this wasn't like a complete day off, so it's okay there. And then also one more thing. Every other team in the NFL does this. The only other teams that don't do this are teams that have this entire week off. Wow. So there, were, there were a handful of teams, if not double-digit no tons of teams, that last week canceled minicamp, said, you guys are off. You're free. Wow. Now, that would piss a lot of people off. 
Nathaniel Hackett didn't do that. He said he said half day, and that's what school is at the end of the year. It's a half day, and you mm-hmm. watch movies in the morning. I, the people who are trying to do this thing are just doing a shtick. I can only believe that. I, I hope. Um, there is no way that you are genuinely sitting there huffing and puffing about one practice in the middle of June. And Zach, I have like a new take. I don't know what it was about going to practice yesterday that just like enlightened me mm. um he's been enlightened most of practice is a waste of time anyway <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. i want to talk to a, a former player about this next time we have one on or a current player about this um because i legitimately don't see the application of we were at a two-hour practice yep an hour and 15 minutes is what it should be no 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 it should be 45 minutes of yep. scrimmaging yep or you know situational stuff yep and then let them go. Obviously, you got to stretch. You got to warm up, and that's and and to me, that's what I was thinking of it as. I was like, best thing I can give here is that this is a warm up. I mean, Russell Wilson can throw uncovered, undefended, fifteen yard post routes with his eyes closed all day. It won't make him any better, or it won't improve his timing with the receivers. None of that stuff. So that, especially at this stage. I, to me, it didn't even look like there was install going on. Um, it was like their base pack. They were running their base stuff even when they got out there. And, uh, you know, that's maybe 45 minutes was them actually playing football. The rest is just drills. And, I mean, drills that these guys have done thousands and thousands of times. I don't think it matters. And what's also kind of silly about this is, Ryan, in that 45 minutes – is 10 to 15 minutes of special teams. Mm-hmm. So offense and defense, you're getting a good half hour. Yep. Uh, a half hour to make such a fuss about missing, it's silly. And 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 it's, it's just to grab attention. And because it does not, it's not going to change the Broncos, right? If, the, if Vic Fangio, because remember, Vic Fangio also had field day. Grumpy old Vic Fangio thought it was a good idea to do something that was fun. And if Vic Fangio's going to do that, I think you're okay doing that. But also, he did it. If he wouldn't have had field day last year, see the head coach still? No. Do the Broncos... He probably would have lost the team even faster. <laughs> exactly. Do the Broncos win another game? Um, nope. Do, uh, does anything change? No. Absolutely No, not. actually, yes. Things change for the worse. Mm, Players lose- already didn't like him. They were going to not like him more if, you know, this... I would go as far as to call this a tradition. Yes, absolutely. And so you would go against tradition to make these guys practice again in the heat. And everyone would have been rolling their eyes. Yep. And they rolled their eyes at a lot of things he did, especially at the end of his career. Yep. And so I think it would have been even faster. Think of it this way. When you are going to be away from your team for a month, what is the last thing you want them to think of you? Is, is oh, he kicked our ass that day in practice? Or, bad place to work. Yeah, or this was that was fun. Yeah. Hack it, dude. This guy's hilarious. Yeah. I'm loving it. And, you know, can't wait to get back and go to work. Jesus, there's a car that is just beaming <laughs> light onto my face. You see that? They're doing a little laser pointer? On? Oh, yeah, I see it. I think it's just the sun just uh, giving its nice glow on your face. Oh, I knew, oh, yeah. oh. You, you, right. set, you set that up. That was intentional. You probably have someone out there with a mirror doing that to showcase the AG your glow. fresh 
haircut. Oh, it is. The NBA haircut Duplo. is fresh. Um, that's a that's a playoff haircut. Although typically in the NHL, you don't say haircut. What do you say? You don't, isn't it the opposite? It's like you just let it glow. You just let it grow. Well, I have been growing the beard. Okay. Um, okay. This is full playoff beard. Have not touched it. The only thing that's been touched is the sideburns. That's my barber. Can't control that. It, um, it, it, the beard may be longer than the top of your head. It's definitely getting there. I like it. It's I like it. getting there. Um, but anyways, I need to avoid the sun because I got smoked at practice yesterday. <laughs> um, I don't I just didn't think I was going to be in the sun that much. Yep, you and I did really not wasn't. Have the hat. What's crazy is we really weren't in the sun until the, the press conferences. Right. And then you just and stand there enough for, me to get for an burned, hour, especially the back of your head. But at least the haircut was after practice. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. Some protection. Good. Good. Um, but yeah, this is the most minute of details. It does not matter. No one should care about it. And let's get, let's move on to training camp. You know, yep. I have a couple things uh, for you, uh, field day related. Mm. All right. Uh, what would be if you were, so I'm going to give you a, a field day event. You tell me how it relates to the Broncos. Oh, how it relates. I can t- I can help you out here. Okay, okay, okay. So the three-legged race, what does that mean to the Broncos? Oh, boy, you got to help me out on this one. Okay, like to me, the three-legged race, that's Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and ah. Tim Patrick racing for Russ's I like it. admiration. I like it. I love it. To, to win uh, the most uh, catches. Okay, love it. All right, um, the egg toss. This to me would be mm. something like is, if they're careful, they can win. But if they drop the ball on this, it's going to screw things up. So it could be like, you know, you could say the running game, right? Like, as long as they do it right, uh, they're going to win. I see. I see. Um, Boy, I'm trying to think like specific Broncos because turnovers would be that thing. But that's so generic, right? For me, I would say the offensive line is the egg toss. It's I, like yeah. very fragile. Get it right. Do it right. You're going to win. Drop the egg and things start to crack. You know what? Let's just let's just make it even uh, more specific. Garrett Bowles and there was some drama about this on Twitter last night with Garrett Bowles. But if Garrett Bowles is really good, Ryan, the offensive line is going to be fine because what what Justin Outen and Nathaniel Hackett can do is they can help the right side as much as they need, especially with a guy like Eric Tomlinson out there and Andrew Beck. They can help the right tackle regardless of who's playing. And we know it could be up to four different guys, including Ben Braden, who no one, including Nathaniel Hackett, saw potentially being that guy. If Garrett Bowles is not good and he regresses, and he holds, and he's getting penalties left and right and giving up pressure in sacks and, and regresses to, to his first and second year form, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be a big issue because then you're going to have potentially two massive swinging doors on the side of the on, of this, both sides of the offensive line. All right, the dunk tank. <sighs> so this how do like, you view this one? It's like if you hit the right spot, then you can dunk something. Ah, Bradley Chubb and the Broncos pass rush. Mm. If they hit the right spot, they're going to be dunking quarterbacks into the ground, and that's going to be huge. I like it. For me, it's like, um, I guess like the vibes. Like mm. they can flush away the bad vibes <laughs> if they hit the spot uh, on the dunk take. Are, who, who are you putting up on the dunk take? You get, you get to choose. Teammates, uh, administration, personnel, coaches. I can dunk anyone in the Broncos organization. Yep. Got to be careful here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get an opportunity. If you miss, though, 
they get to dunk you. I think I would just go Nathaniel Hackett just because yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. he would be the most fun. I was going to say the that, most fun with it. that would be the most fun one for sure. You can't go someone that you actually have beef with. No, yeah, because that's it's awkward, too obvious. You know? Yeah. I was thinking like John Elway would be funny. Yeah, man, <laughs> dunking John Elway would be hilarious. <laughs> um, is I gotta hit up uh, our buddy Patrick Smythe and just ask like, is there just a company you call and they come set this up for you? That's the thing, and that that's what this is so predictable, right? We know what's happening every single year, and yet it's a secret until thirty minutes before practice. They've got everyone on their toes, wondering if it's gonna no, it's gonna happen. They they have these things set up in the field house already. Yeah, I mean, I talked to a. I don't know, this sounds like a weird flex, but I was going to say like a high-ranking official Ooh. in the organization yesterday. And they, were, and they were just saying like, yeah, it was a good camp. Like, we'll see you for training camp. And I was like, <laughs> guess that uh, spoils like, the surprise. Isn't there tomorrow or is this a hint? According to Nathaniel Hackett, he had to watch the film. I'm glad the film uh, came through yesterday. They he, had a great practice. When he said that, I think Vic was asked that last year or his first year on the job. And he gave some like very convincing answer that at absolutely not no we still well, I, i've saved you know red zone for tomorrow or something like that and, and Gosh, so that probably gave the haters even more yeah exactly and so that one was a little more convincing when nathaniel hackett said gotta watch the film it was With like a smirk okay i don't know gotta watch the film <laughs> uh what, what's your treat of choice at field day is it the ice cream truck or is it like the slushy truck I didn't know this was a thing, but I would go ice cream. I made I, I made it a thing okay. right now. Um, I think I, when I imagine field day ice cream, I imagine the ones in the little cup. You get the wooden spoon with it. You know what I'm talking about? Ice cream in a cup with a oh yes 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 yes, like yes 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 yeah a hundred percent. It's terrible quality, but it's great it's when you're tasty. in school. Dude, I think ice cream is the number one thing that's never been wrong. Ever. I've never had a bite of ice cream that wasn't delicious. You've never had Safeway Select ice cream. There's no way. There's it, no way yeah, it's not yeah. good. It was the only ice cream that my parents ever bought me. I said, I can't eat this. No it, way. It was so what flavor? It was so bad. I don't even remember. But whenever we go to Safeway, I said, I'm sorry. We cannot get Safeway <laughs> Select. Maybe they've changed their formula. This is probably 15 years ago. Safeway just getting buried on the pod. <laughs> King Supers is better anyway. Yeah. It's true. Cheaper. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I don't believe it. Let's do a taste test. No, you don't want to, Ryan. <laughs> You're going to ruin it for yourself. You, you just 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 be be innocent. Think that all ice cream is good. I'm blanking on other um, field day events. There's the one where you have to it, drop some in the comments if you can think of them. There's the one where you have to put the egg on the spoon. Ah, and with then your you mouth? Put your mouth in there. And then you're running across. You're not handing it's it off to anyone, race, right? It's a race, right? It's just a race to get to the end. So it's like a night. It's kind of like um, Cario Mart, right? There's a strategy. <laughs> Did you play that? No. Oh my god. Is it involved some in beverages? College? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a great game. I'm assume most people have played this, um, but if not, try it out this weekend. <laughs> you and your buddies, or your girlfriends, um, start a Mario Kart race. Okay. But you all have a drink. Okay. The only rule is you cannot cross the finish line mm. until your drink is finished. Mm. And if you do, then you lose. Uh, you have to have another drink. So the stra it's a strategy, yep. right? Yep. Do you chug yep. the whole thing and then go? Do you drink a little bit at a time? But you can't mm. drive, of course, right. like in all things yep. in life, yep. you can't yep. drink and drive at the same yep. time. Yep. Is that part of the rule or could you use like your knee as one of your hands? No, that is part okay. of the rule. Okay. No drinking and driving. Ah, do you split it up or do it's you go all at once? It's a responsible game. 
Um, I so I don't want to give away the strategy. Okay, like fair, you guys can fair, you know fair. go fair. And play at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Cario Mart. Cario Mart. Okay. But it's kind of the same thing with the egg race, because you have, it, it's like a balance of the faster you go, the better, cha the more chance right. you have of dropping right. the egg. You know what I think this this is, and I know we've already done an egg one, but this one, Ryan is Nathaniel Hackett and Justin out and managing the running back situation. Uh, if 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 you run and you do it right, oh boy, you're going to you're going to finish first and it's going to be great. Literally, this could be the best backfield in the NFL outside of like a Derrick Henry. If you don't though. Like a Derrick Henry, a one man best backfield yes, in the Yes, exactly. You try to go too fast and the eggs fall in. Uh-oh, you're going to have drama. You're going to have a mess on your hands. Yep, I like that one. That one's really good. Um, someone in the comments said home run derby, three point shootout. So home run derby. Deep ball. I know, but same thing. It's the same thing. That's what I was going to say for three point shootout. Ah, uh, so how would they be different? Is a home run derby interceptions, creating turnovers? Mm, Being Nathaniel no. Hackett. No, home with runs the... is definitely the long ball. That's, okay. you know, Russell Wilson and his guy. So three point shootout, maybe that's more uh, accuracy. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I like that one. What about tug of war? Win winning in the trenches? Yes, absolutely. All right. These, is, uh, <laughs> these are getting more and more boring as we that go. Was, uh, that was – I like that game. That yes. was impressive. That was as important as field day itself. It was. That was an RK special right there. And if you want to win money, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook where they're giving you $150 by placing a $5 money line bet on either the Celtics or the Warriors in tomorrow night's game. We're focused on tonight's game, though, Ryan. And you can get in on the Colorado Ooh. Avalanche. You can get in on so many props. You can still get the Colorado Avalanche to win the series minus 175. You can get them on the puck line at plus money tonight. You can get so many things for this uh, this NHL Finals. It's going to be such a blast. The Stanley Cup Finals, I should say. Get in over at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to be technically correct, it's Stanley Cup Final. Final, yeah. Why is that? Um, is I don't it just know. one series, I guess? I mean, it would make more sense if it's one game, like World Cup Final. Right, but it's a series. Anyways, DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> has it right over on their site. So head into the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get $150 in free bets by placing a $5 money line bet on any NBA Finals game over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. <sighs> The nervous energy is insane for me right now. So much I wrote a poem last night. Uh, beautiful. beautiful. I, I, I just saw it this morning. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I definitely uh, posted it after your bedtime. To, yeah, yeah. Yes, you did. Uh, what, was that the late night grind? That was just like... Was that crunch hours? I was sitting there. I, I was like, I turned on the TV, see if there was anything on. I was like, uh, nothing. Is, there wasn't like NBA finals. They only play like once a month. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, I was like, what am, I, what am I supposed to do here? And I, that, there was nowhere to channel. I lost my freaking Madden playoff game. Ugh. So I was just like, I needed a place to channel my energy. And I did, for some reason, twas the night before was like stuck in my head. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to crank this out. And it's not just like a couple of lines. You wrote, you wrote the whole thing. So you got to go over to Ryan's Twitter <laughs> to check it out. Uh, anyways. I'm going to the game tonight. I've never been more excited to attend an event in my entire life. Yeah. Um, 
But if you're not going to the game, the single best place you could be is here at the DNVR bar. It's going to be insane here. I cannot wait to see the way that the, this place pops off. Um, I will, of course, be back here Saturday. So if you don't make it here tonight, come hang out Saturday. Um, you know, as I said yesterday, if, if you want to come to a place to watch this, come to a place that's been putting the games on all season, not just yeah. the the ones that are hopping on the bandwagon now. Even if you're hopping on the bandwagon, that that absolutely, Ryan. And I I have a buddy that's coming in from out of town to be here for these first two nights of the series. And he texted me yesterday to to find out logistics. He's like, do we have to RSVP or is it just packing in? I'm like, yep just packing in and that's how I want it to be that's where I want to be if I'm not gonna be at the stadium I want to be a place that's going nuts and I guarantee you the bar is gonna be going nuts because we're also gonna have Breck Brew flowing here and of course good company seltzers Breck Brew Avalanche Ale the official beer of the Avs Stanley Cup final run see just one just final there you not, go not let's go uh, and you can Hockey get all guy. of that over at the bar also if you're not going to be able to make it to the bar because you're out of state go to breckbrew.com to find their Breck beer locator get some Breck brews for this playoff run yourself and also if you want to send a community member to the Breck or to the Avs playoff games you can do that by going to breckbrew.com and nominate a community star. They're sending two tickets to every single Avs home playoff game, which is so cool. So nominate someone that's very deserving over at breckbrew.com. Should we be nominating we each probably other? probably should. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just And have everyone nominate us. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, as much as I want to be at the bar on Saturday, it'd be pretty cool to go to the game on Saturday as well. Yeah, I have no shame in the, <laughs> the popularity contest. So people in the comments, help us out. <laughs> <laughs> and also hit us with a thumbs up if you're tuning in over on YouTube. We'd really appreciate it. If you're tuning in on Twitter, hop over to YouTube. Streams better, chats better, and it helps us. We'd appreciate it that love it all right let's move on here what else do you want to talk about uh, actually one more thing regarding oh, field go. day because <laughs> more field day unknowingly Come on. or maybe it was intentionally patrick smite's very good at his job maybe planted this seed in justin simmons but i don't think so oh i love this justin simmons yesterday this would have been great teamwork if they planned this. it would have been fantastic like hackett's like look i know i'm gonna get you know some people are gonna be mad about this patrick's like hey i know what to do justin here you go. Here, here's a plant. And then, of course, they plant the question uh, in, the, in the media as well. So Justin was asked yesterday, why is it important to be here for OTAs? Because remember, past two years, Broncos have skipped OTAs uh, or skipped the offseason workout program until last year. They showed up for, for, for a little bit of the OTA part. Uh, and Justin said, well, not only, you know, a new staff is really important. Getting a new scheme, that's really important. I believe Justin... I think it was Justin earlier this offseason said this year you kind of have to be here next year maybe players won't be here because it'll be the same staff and I completely agree with that but then he went a step further and said uh, being on the field practicing being in meetings that that's good you know that's important stuff but the most important stuff that we're doing is the team bonding that happens having lunch with your guys get building relationships where then you're going bowling with Quinn Miners which he does every other weekend he bowls with Quinn Miners that actually hey, really surprised me those two? Yeah. Uh, Quinn Miner's bowling does not surprise me. But, yes, I could see that matchup being surprising. I just, like, I want to know how they even got to the conversation where they said, let's go bowling together. It, it must have been about a month ago, and this probably pissed some people off, when after an OTA practice, so it was after yes. practice, Nathaniel Hackett took the team bowling. Right, and maybe they were the two best, and they are like, let's team up. But then, you know, if Hackett didn't do that, 
then these guys wouldn't be going bowling. Yep. And, and there's so many other things that trickle off into this. Justin also mentions you, you get done at 3 or 4 in the afternoon, and you're around your guys. So then you go and have dinner with them. You go hang out with them. You do things with them. If you're not here, sure, you could be doing that stuff. But, Ryan, if you're not here – Brandon McManus and Sam Martin are in Florida. You have uh, it, so many guys spread out across the country. They're, they're not hanging out with each other. So that is something where Justin probably unknowingly made a huge case for Nathaniel Hackett having a fun bonding day today. And I truly believe that the power of a team liking each other is as strong as anything. Now, of course, you have to have all the pieces. You, you have to be talented. You have to be well coached. But right in there is does this team like each other mm -hmm. do they care about each other do they play for each other remember it was 2016 when the team like didn't like each other and that was kind of the beginning of the downfall for the broncos of a, a five six year stretch of really poor play it was a straight up fractured locker room straight down the middle yeah. offense on one yeah. side defense on the other side they didn't talk in the locker room. They didn't interact. They didn't like each other. The defense believed it was all the offense's fault that they weren't good, and they were right. Yep. <laughs> but this team now should have a good offense, should have a good defense. They seem to start to like each other. They have the perfect catalyst for that, which is Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. And it matters. And when, when push comes to shove – you know, togetherness can take you a long way. Just look at the Avalanche. I think they're a perfect example. It's it's a it's a fantastic example. And uh, Ryan, we were we were supposed to talk about other things today. I think it's just going to be all field day today I because it, got some more th stuff. Th th there's there's another thing to this, and that is people saying, and I just I can't believe that I'm I'm listening to the haters, but it's it's to show that they're wrong. And Ryan, people are saying this is a time for Nathaniel Hackett to set a tone for what he's going to be like, and for a first year guy to show that they're going to be working and not messing around and not goofing around, that would not be Nathaniel Hackett. No. Nathaniel Hackett has showed that he is willing to mess around. He willing, is setting a tone. Willing to goof around. Willing to make a fun culture to be in. That was He said that day one. That was in his opening press conference, and that was a major emphasis was, yes, the culture needs to change, and I don't want it to be a culture where guys feel like they have to grind for 18 hours a day, and it's a grind. He said they're going to work hard, and I fully believe that, and Russ is getting in at 5 in the morning still. Uh, but what's also happening is it's a fun place to be, and we heard Melvin Gordon, a guy that doesn't want to be here. He showed that through being in OTAs, not, not being at OTAs. He didn't want to be here. His first few days during mandatory minicamp, Ryan, he said, it was fun. It was a good place to be. I actually wanted to stay. And that is changing the culture. And when you say that a coach is going to come in and change the culture from Vance Joseph to Vic Fangio, the culture changes that we had there was no music, which we found out from players subtly uh, and very outspoken that that was a big deal to them. It was also just obvious. Yes. It sucked the energy right out of practice. Yeah, and so we, we had these things. I mean, one of the things that Vic Fangio did that was, like, brilliant was instead of wearing practice jerseys, they wore game jerseys during practice. So it was it was more like a game environment. And the spin on that was, oh, man, these subtle little things, death by inches isn't going to happen. That was the culture change you had with Vic Fangio. That was gone very quickly in terms of a culture. Yep. 
Absolutely. And I don't know where uh, I can't speak to the places where these haters work, um, but I feel very confident in saying um, people that work here like it and enjoy it. And it goes a <laughs> right. really long way right. uh, in all sorts of different things. And I legitimately think that's what Nathaniel Hackett is trying to do. It, it seems simple. It seems silly. He's trying to create an environment where people like to be. Yep. And that's uh, that goes a long way. I really, really strongly believe that. And it doesn't fit some like football guy narrative of like, no, like you got to come in and you got to work your tail off and you got to smash your skulls together. And like, no, it's not. That's not the way the world works anymore. Isn't it a good balance with Russ, too? Because Russ is going to bring that. Russ is going to grind his guys. When the Broncos in the past had these passing camps, even with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning's passing camp was three or four days at the beginning of April. And then they had the whole summer off. Maybe they would meet up occasionally to throw with Peyton in the summer, but it was not like a two-week camp before training camp. When uh, Mark Sanchez got the guys together, <laughs> that was like a three-day thing. It almost sounded like a fake name to me when you just said it. <laughs> yes, it feels like a fake name. Drew Locke, remember? They, he got the guys together at like a local high school in Denver yes. for you know a couple-hour throwing sessions. In, in, in the summer, what Russ is going to do, he's going to bring them out to work they're gonna have some fun but he's going to grind them so it's good to have that balance between your your coach and your quarterback as well let me ask you this um you've been to more practices than me in the ones that you've been to has russ been vocal because I, I, I was just interested yesterday i didn't see him being very vocal kind of leading guys pushing you know Telling people what to do, that sort of thing. No, it, it, I, I agree. I have not I'm seen that. by that. But that brings up an interesting point that, that, that I told you I wanted to, to talk about yesterday is one of the things that Russ does do when uh, a player makes a big play on offense specifically, he goes and daps him up. Now, it makes sense if he throws a 50-yard touchdown pass that he'd run after and, you know, smack Tim Patrick on the helmet and celebrate. But a really cool thing that, that I think is very unique, when Josh Johnson throws a 50-yard touchdown pass to Kendall Hinton. The first person greeting Kendall Hinton as he comes back to the offensive side of the ball is Russell Wilson. He'll come about 10 yards on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage and meet him. And that's just a very small thing. But it is different than what you're talking about, about screaming in someone's face. Yeah, and and, and I don't even necessarily know about screaming, but just, you know, hey, let's go. Come on, get it together. You know, that sort of stuff. Uh, I was kind of surprised. I expected to see that. I'm not saying whether it's a good or a bad thing. It was just one thing that I walked away yesterday being like, I feel like I didn't necessarily hear Russell Wilson's voice from where we were standing on the sidelines, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, it, it's a good you point. You hear Coach Hackett for sure. You do hear Coach Hackett. You would hear Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. You would see him pull someone off to the side. Uh, and yesterday was also chippy too. Is that something where Russ steps in when, when it's getting chippy between a Bulls and a Chubb, two big players? That was actually one of the first things I looked for after that play because it it happened right there in the backfield. I'm like, yeah. where's Russ? Yeah, he's he, inside it. No, he, <laughs> he got away quickly. Yes, probably smart, though. No, that's what I want. Get the Ooh. hell out of there. Do not get stepped on or anything like Ooh, that. Ooh, okay. Then Russell Wilson, actually... Let me tell you about our friends <laughs> oh over at God, Sexy what kind of Pizza. Oh, because I, I'm so juiced to hear it, to hear what your thoughts are on this. But Sexy Pizza is the pizza for summertime, for the playoff run. You got to get it. And they have so many great things. Not just the pizza pies, but they also have delicious salads. And this is your food 
for when you're sitting and watching the Avs game, especially when you have a chain like Ryan Koningsberg has right now. Check out Sexy Pizza and also check out this chain that Ryan is wearing. Boom, baby. Where did this come from? Impressive. Hell yeah, what a you great hear that? We that are, well, you, you can get this if you come down to the DNVR bar for our watch parties. This actually, like, it kind of seems corny. You put it on, you kind of feel baller. You feel super cool. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> cheesy turnover chains in college football, but they're all cool. Like, you know, they, they, there's some that are designed cheesy, but when they're on, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. This is the turnover a new leaf. Um, new Stanley Cup champion. Mm, I love chain. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then you're never it's gonna. A good ring to you it. have to wear it until they lose. Um, I can't wear this one because we have to give it away to. Uh, that's true. Uh, a, f- a faithful member of our community. That's very true. It's very true. But I'm lo- I'm really enjoying wearing it right now. I'm definitely gonna wear it for the rest of the show. It looks great on you. <laughs> and and now Kale's stuck on uh, this two person screen for the rest of the time, so we can show it. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. <laughs> um, what were we have a ton of giveaways tonight, I'm told ton. by Merchel. Um, so, gosh, I, this place is going to be just jumping. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to burst at the seams, which is fine because we're about to remodel it anyway. Let's go. <laughs> Not burn it down, but, but burst at the seams. Yeah, just fill this place <laughs> to the absolute brim. Oh, I absolutely love it. Okay, Ryan, here's what popped in my head, and I'm oh, very yes. curious about it. So you said, Russ, run. Run if there's a fight. Get away. Don't do anything that could make you injured. Teddy Bridgewater did that last year. Oh, now, it wasn't in the middle of a game, but it or it wasn't in the middle of practice. It was during a game. He obviously took the uh, Safeway out. Uh, shout out to Safeway again. Just don't eat their ice cream. Uh, now, if Russell Wilson is in that position this year, what do you want him to do? The Teddy Bridgewater way? Oh. Or do you want him to lower a shoulder into a defensive back that's running full speed? Can you remember, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hard I was on Teddy Bridgewater for that? Pretty hard, right? Yeah, I feel like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, apologies in advance to Teddy. <laughs> Russ, if you have the opportunity to make a game-saving tackle, get the hell out of the way. And that that's where it comes down to. If this is first quarter, I think everyone's saying, get the hell out the way. But if it's game saving, okay. How that was in the third? Was it in the third or the fourth quarter? I think it was end of third. Yeah, I think it was too. I think actually the third quarter like expired as he was running it. So tight game. This is for no. He can get it back. He can get it back. I agree, and it's not fair. I'm sorry, Teddy. It's not fair, but it's also not fair if your quarterback makes a similar mistake that your backup defensive tackle does. Your backup defensive tackle is going to be punished way more than your quarterback. Dude, I remember when I was in middle school. I won't throw anyone under the bus here, but one of our one of our (laughs) best players told the coach. This is we're in eighth grade. Told the coach to go f himself. No way. And did the coach go and? No, (laughs) the coach essentially said get off this field and okay. never come back. You're off the team. Oh, and wow. I was like, wow. Like, okay, that's definitely what would have happened if I did that too. <laughs> then yes. literally after practice, 20 minutes later, the coach brings us all into his, into his office, like right outside, right in the locker room. Mm. And he's like, we're taking a team vote. 
if Weak. everyone on the team Weak. votes for him to be able to come back, then he can come back. Well, of course, yep. he's one of our best players. We all voted for him to come back. That would have not happened for no, me. Had no, I done the no, same no. Thing. He would have never seen you again. So better players get different treatment. They absolutely do. And Russell Wilson, we, how I feel is th if third quarter, tie game, the clock's expiring. Russ has the opportunity to dive and make a tackle to make them have 40 yards to go. Or he can just let him go. Let him go, get the ball back, go drive down and score. Okay, let me flip it a bit on you. And this is this is different than the Teddy Bridgewater scenario. This is week four against the Raiders. Broncos are who are they Russ playing? Russ also week? is a little thicker though. He can he maybe is. handle he, it. He he is thick. And also only been injured once and it was his thumb. Um who do they play week three? They go um uh, Texans in week two. Yep. Jets? In week three, or was that last year? I think that was last year. It's someone a little bit. Okay, they're they're three and zero going into the Raiders game. Okay, someone on the team fumbles the ball. With, Wonder who? With with <laughs> use your imagination. <laughs> with two seconds left, the other okay, team yes. pick, the Raiders pick it up and running for the end zone to win yes. the game. You have to attempt it. I don't think so. Yes, you have no, to attempt. I don't it. think so because you it's have week four. To attempt the if we're talking week eighteen no. with the Chargers, then absolutely week Niners four. Is week three. You you could, you're right. You're right. You can make up for that. Thanks to Don something in the comments. Yes, uh, Mister Mister and Mrs F in the in the comments there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Russ is too valuable. No, you, 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 no, no. You, you take the loss. No, if you're a competitor, <laughs> you try to make the play. And then you have the opportunity of Josh Johnson. The rest of the season. Look, you're you're technically right here. <laughs> the narrative would be so bad. Yeah, it would be. Especially, Seven straight days. Especially early in the season. Against the Raiders. Yep, yep exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. I'm going to need you to go after it. So Okay, so then back to our original one with the situation Teddy Bridgewater was in. I agree with you. Let him score. Russ, don't worry Just about your shoulder. get the ball shoulder. back and go yep. score and tie yep. it up. Exactly. And, and I actually believe in the team to do that. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like the the previous iterations of the Broncos, if they were down 14 points, the game was over. Drew Locke led them on that one crazy comeback. Yep. Other than that, I can't <laughs> yeah. think of a single time where they came back from down two scores to win a game. Almost led them on a comeback against the Falcons, but that was too good to be true. That was a Jerry Judy yep. sick little yep. fake move. Yeah, to get into the end one. zone. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the rest of it, though. Did you hear Jerry uh, Monday? He talked, and it was the first time ever in his life that he's never scored a touchdown in a season last year. And he that. said, I can't wait to touch that paint. And when I get in the end zone this year, you're going to feel it. Nice. <laughs> he's got 16 games worth of dances <laughs> yes, from last does. year left over. And remember the Jets dance that he did? Yeah, that was After a great the, one. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see what we've got. Was that the last time we saw him in the oh, end zone? Oh, my gosh. Potentially. <laughs> Sad. Oh, no. I think that Falcons game would have been after that. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Fair enough. Um, Jerry talked. I was so I was talking to Justin when Jerry was talking yesterday. It felt like he talked for a long time. Did he have a lot to say? He uh, no, no, he did. Okay. He 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 was asked about uh, the the incident that uh, where he was arrested for, and it was just he's moving on, and he knows how to handle the situation better next time. He's excited to get in the end zone, and uh, he's ready to roll with Russ. He said it, he he did have one fun quote. He said, "The minute I find out." that Russ was a Bronco, I wanted to get on the field and play right away. Nice. Yep. Love that. Yep. 
Um, okay, I guess we got to get to comments and questions here. We do, we do. Do we have any super chats? Nope. All right, let's move on into the comment section on the dnvr.com. Become a member, and we'll read your comments every single day. And Ryan, first and only question coming in from C Dutz twelve eighty five says, "My boys, listening to you guys talk about the outside zone run yesterday sent me way back to high school. I played tight end, and we ran a ton of outside zone. Coming from youth football, where you were told ninety five percent of the time to just block the guy in mm-hmm. front of you. It's a mind wrecking switch at first. LOL. But with our guys being way smarter than I was at fourteen, <laughs> I think I'll definitely benefit our offense." line to be able to seal block and block on the move more any thoughts just my two cents it is really weird because in certain situations you're essentially running away from a guy right as an offensive lineman yeah you're you're so used to just whoever's in front of you (laughs) get your hands on them and block them but there'll be a time where there's going to be a guy lined up a little to the side of you and you just have to completely let him go and you're you know you're counting on the guy behind you there's a lot of trust that has to be um put into you know yesterday justin out and talked about trusting the system you have to also trust your teammates um and you know there's little tricks that as you get better at it you know you'll know like as you're coming off the line and you do have that guy offset maybe you put you give him a little bit of a just a hit on the way by so you know you're kind of just helping out your teammate there but it's truly you are running to a spot Mm-hmm. and you're trying to get things in front of you. Anything that isn't in front of you, you don't have to worry about, and it, it's it's different. It's different for sure. This should really benefit Garrett Bowles because what do we talk about Garrett Bowles, especially when he was struggling his first few years, is, man, he's just a ball of clay. He's so athletic. Did you? We know about Garrett Bowles lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Did you know Garrett Bowles also a, so, a very solid hockey player? Not until he dropped that earlier this month. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, it, he talked about that? He did, yeah. Did you see some highlights? No, I heard from someone who went to mm. uh, an Avs game with Garrett that he was like talking the whole time about like the <laughs> schemes and all that stuff. And he was like, yeah, I played a ton of hockey. But can you imagine Garrett Bowles on, a, no, on the ice? No, 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 no. Especially because he wasn't goalie. He really is a dancing bear. He, he he is, and that just speaks to the athlete that he is, yeah. and, and that's why I think the outside zone is really going to fit him. Ryan, we know it's going to be better for Dalton Reisner. The supra- and Lloyd Cushenberry as well. He's not someone to bull rush a nose tackle. He's someone that can get to the second level, though, so I think it's going to benefit all three of those guys. We don't know who the starting right tackle is, so can't go there yet. And Natani Muti. We've now heard Nathaniel Hackett multiple times this offseason praise his ability to get to the outside Mm. and run. That's the last guy on the Broncos' offensive line that I want to see coming at me full speed. Yes. Because he's the strongest guy, and if he's also quick enough to get there, that's dangerous. Man, that it's exciting. It's fun to watch this scheme mm-hmm. because those guys, if, they, if they're if they capable of it, they really get to go out there and just blow people up. And we suck what Quinn Minards can do when yep. he gets on the move. We've seen Garrett do it a couple times too. Yep, exactly. So this should be this should be way more fun for, for the offensive line yep. um, once they get it down because you really just get to go motor out there and bang your, and just bang into people. And Javante is going to have more speed when he runs into people. We know what he, what he does when he runs into people without much speed. What's that going to look like? It looks to me like Javante maybe lost a little weight. Mm, you okay with that? Maybe. Um, I don't know that for sure. He just looks a little bit more nimble to me out there. As long as those those legs are still good. Yeah, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure and, he's still squatting like 700 pounds. Oh, my God. With those pads on? <laughs> what, what what are they? The uh, uh, the 
Mike Anim Myers. Mike Myers, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and C. Dutz has another point. He says, by the way, was I the only one brought home from the hospital as a baby in a tiny Elway jersey? <laughs> LOL. As always, go Broncos, go DR, DNVR, and go Avs. And he had the correct way of spelling Avs, and he made sure to point that out. Thank God. Um, I saw a misspelling in maybe the worst place I could ever see it today, but I can't even say it on there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I got to find the juice <laughs> out after. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I don't I don't think I was brought home in a mini Elway jersey. One thing I can say is I was born in the middle of an intense blizzard. Wow. You made it home okay? Or did you even? Apparently. Yeah, I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess you did make it home all right. Um, the closest thing I have to being brought home in a mini Elway jersey is one of my good friends growing up, his middle name is John Elway. That's yeah, not <laughs> close at all. Wait, his middle, he has two middle names? Yes, yes, John Elway. What's his full name? Uh, Travis John Elway Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this place. Uh, all right, that is going to wrap it up for us on today's DNVR Broncos podcast. This has been an absolute blast. It's been, I'd say we had a field day with this show. Yeah, oh, we did. And you know what? Field days are fun as hell. They sure are. All right, we will catch you guys tomorrow. Go Avs. Take you back one last time